You're listening to Fantasy Frenemies, a fantasy football podcast. Let's get it started in here. And the bass keeps running, running, and 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 in this context, there's no disrespect. So when I bust my rhyme, you break your neck. We got five minutes for us to disconnect from all intellect and let the rhythm affect. Get it started. Get it started. Get it started. Let's 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 get it started. Everybody, and welcome to season two of the Fantasy Frenemies Football Podcast. If you noticed in the intro, we're no longer a new fantasy football podcast. We are just a fantasy football podcast. Not now. old yet, though. We're not. We're not old. We're also we're not, not really a fantasy football podcast. <laughs> we're kind of just a football podcast. We're, you know. It's we are a podcast of four dummies. Whatever category that falls into, that's what we're in. <laughs> We're just a podcast of guys being dudes. Guys being dudes. <laughs> if if we could We're make a podcast hoes, I mean, about what? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so we are back for season two. We had a couple episodes over the summer. Um, we kind of got mm-hmm. lost in there. Uh, some of us weren't there a little bit. Um, a little bit. We're the good ones. <laughs> whatever uh if you listened you listen and you know that brian and blaze are the only ones that were able to make the last podcast um but who cares the we're best podcast honestly oh really okay we'll just leave welcome back to day 110 <laughs> of guessing Ike's <laughs> <laughs> but um uh, we're back football is back soon we got a little bit of a dabble of college football last weekend uh, with the Ireland game. We had a game in Ireland and then a game in Hawaii, which is take a shot every time country. Trevor says dabble. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're gonna hear that a lot. No reason that we are. No reason why we don't know. Ex- we don't know what we're gonna say in this podcast. <laughs> I guess you know what. While we're here, we we'll just give a little update. So we are recording this after we recorded the rest of the podcast, um, we and that record, is because we, we actually are re-recording the beginning of this podcast yes, as well. Yes. Um, um, we had a little bit of technical difficulties, and by we, I mean Brandon has been struggling with his computer and his phone tonight, um, so he did not get any of the podcast recorded on his it. phone. We got just, four it, minutes. It, we ended the podcast. I hit stop. Yeah, I showed it to everybody on, on the computer. said one hour and 35 minutes recorded. Phone freezes. It closes out of voice memos. I go back in, and only the first four minutes were there. Which is crazy. I don't it's understand why. Yeah, but Brandon so, was also... And then Trevor, usually we start the recording on the Zoom call that we use right before we start the podcast. But because it's our first one back, Trevor's not in, you know, the mode yet. Not in the so group we didn't, yet. We didn't so. start recording until halfway, or like not halfway, like a third of the way through. So yeah. now we're just, we're going to redo the third, the first third and, and then splice it together with movie magic. Yes. So um, we're from the future. Um also, we're going to splice it together with movie magic. <laughs> As a team, we have all contributed our own voice memos to Blaze, and then he himself is going to work the movie magic. There you go. Because there he's go. the only one who edits, which is a good thing because he's very good at it. It's also not a good thing because sometimes there's a bit of a delay. 
but he has work, so there's a reason for it. Can I say that's a two-part system? Sometimes your boy sends out that the email with the completed file, and it takes a week and oh, a half for true. someone to press the upload button. Yeah. It's, One it's, of those doesn't take much I, uh, effort. But it's funny, though, because I've never heard Trevor complain about himself not posting the episode. Always I don't Blaze's fault. I've <laughs> only blamed Blaze once or twice, so... Yeah. All right, anyway, for this round, you know... We're all going to be better. Yeah, we're yes. going to be better. You know, we're, we're going to blame Brandon's phone. We're not blaming Brandon. We're going to be blaming... Well, we're going to blame Trevor. We're not going to bring the Zoom because that was... I'll take it. I can take fault. it. I'll take but, it. It's my fault, yes. But we're not blaming Brandon. We're I'm blaming Brandon's phone. <laughs> I can't take it. Yeah. All right, let's 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 do yeah, it. Yeah, let's get back into this here. So yeah, we are... Yeah, we added 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we... We are a fantasy football podcast, so we it's only fitting that we start by talking about fantasy football. And I think the first thing that we're going to talk about, especially because, you know, we're in a dynasty league, is the rookie draft that we had and um, who some of the rookies are that uh, we think are going to be really good this year. Maybe some overreaches on some picks. Um, but again, someone else here kind of run me through the first couple of picks here because yeah. I don't remember them exactly. I'll okay, I'll do it. So Jalen had the first pick and everyone thought he was going to take Brees Hall, but he didn't. And that was amazing because I had the second pick, so I got Brees Hall. Uh, he took Drake London with the first pick. Uh, I believe CJ was after me. He took Kenneth Walker. Um, Wait, and, no, Blaze took Kenneth Walker. Uh, yeah. Blaze <laughs> did take Kenneth Walker. That is another moment we're not going to have for this podcast. Uh, but in any case, I'll, I'll kind of talk about my picks, and then I'll let Brandon and, and Trevor and Blaze talk about theirs. But I took uh, Sky Moore at the seventh pick and then George Pickens in the second round. So I thought I got a couple of really good upside receivers with those two picks you were a rat um, bastard for taking george pickens with that I second was. pick too because yeah. i was going to pick him right after you well trevor and i discussed a, a trade of sorts for him to get up to the second pick i would trade back to the fourth so he could get his running back which he ended up getting regardless which was damian pierce which we'll talk about a little bit um but yeah i did take george pickens um i believe trevor had the fourth pick then he was the next of, of us four that were on the clock yep and i got big garrett wilson which I was satisfied with. I mean, I think Garrett Wilson's going to be, if not this year, I mean, he'll be okay this year with, well, if Mike White's thrown him to him, who knows, maybe he's going to be elite, Um, but he's going to be okay this year. Um, And then I think he's going to be really good in the future, assuming the Jets can turn it around, but I guess we'll see. Um, And then I also got Damian Pierce, who I actually traded away. And we'll talk about that later when we get into some of the trades that have happened this summer. And then I also drafted John Mechie, who is going to be on the pup list all year. He's just going to be on the IR, which is, why I was okay with drafting him. I was like, just kind of sit on the IR this year. And then if he happens to play, maybe he'll be great. Um, so that was kind of, I think I had another pick, but I ended up dropping him because um, I didn't have enough roster space anyways. Um, so yeah, that was me. Uh, Brandon, you want to talk about your draft? Yep. So I was actually, I was planning on taking this guy more at the eight pick the whole time, but Brian took him at seven because we like the same players every single time. But I ended up taking Jameson Williams with the eighth pick, who I think has the most upside out of any receiver in this draft, if he comes back healthy and depending on how things lay with the quarterback situation with the Lions in the future. Then I took Trey McBride, who's probably the best tight end in this class of the Arizona Cardinals. And then I took Romeo Dobbs, wide receiver from the Packers, who is another one like Damian Pierce that Trevor mentioned, is just skyrocketed through training camp, has too much hype. Who knows what will happen with him? But he is now a proud member of the Denver Boncos. <laughs> In which Brandon has yeah. no Denver players or defense on his team. 
Um, and then Blaze, what about your draft? So I had Kenneth Walker, aka Chris Olave, in my first round. <laughs> um, then I did Christian Watson of Green Bay. Then I did Zamir White in the third round, and Desmond Ritter in the fourth. Desmond Ritter, the Riddler. So, so you're going to be starting in Atlanta? No, no. We'll see. Uh, I got point, Joe I Cool. Joe Cool is my main guy. Desmond Ritter just needs to, he needs to marinate a little bit. Joe Do you have cool another your main guy last year? He has Kirk Cousins, doesn't he? Kirk Cousins, dog. I forgot about Kirk Cousins. Yeah. This is a Kirk Cousins podcast. I am actually yeah, so Kirk excited Cousins. for Kirk Cousins. I have him in another league, and I think he's going, to be, ball so he's going to be so good this year, but still have no impact on the game. Don't start him in prime time. Not to get ahead of myself with NFL future predictions, but uh, this is a Kirk Cousins podcast. <laughs> I don't disagree with that. Um, but yeah, so that was the the rookie drafts. Um, then Kevin, I don't even remember who he took. He didn't have a first he had, round pick. He didn't have a first round pick. So um, he, took, he had like uh, six. Yeah, he, yeah he had like six picks, but they were not high at all. Yes. Um. So yeah, he got Dicker the kicker. Um. And then CJ Courtney, got Kenneth Walker. Courtney. Courtney got Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks. The, pretty much the rest of the yep, draft. Yep. So um, it was a solid draft. I mean, everybody improved. I think a little bit. Um, but then shortly after the draft, I did make a trade with Brandon. I think this is the biggest trade we've had um, in the fantasy league so far. It was th- four pieces from my end and five from his end. Um, mm-hmm. So I traded away Damian Pierce, Kadarius Tony, um, a first round pick next year, and Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson. I always forget that I traded him away. Um, so that was who I traded away. And then I got Nick Chubb, David Njoku, Damian Harris. Amon Ross St. Brown and a fourth round pick next year or the year after one of the two. Um, so at first I thought it was a pretty solid trade on both sides. Um, but as this, as time has gone on, I just, I don't know. Damian Pierce get a lot of hype. Uh, the first round pick is going to be good la- next year. And then Brian Robinson, who uh, just actually got um, shot this past weekend uh, multiple times, supposedly in a carjacking. Um, now Antonio Gibson is probably going to get more touches. Um, but probably not for long. I think his recovery for Robinson, none of the bullets struck anything important um, as far as football skills within his leg, uh, which is where he got shot. So apparently the, the reports out there is he's going to be back a lot sooner than people think, uh, but still probably going to miss some games. Yep. And then um, I don't know, Brandon, if you had anything to say about our trade. I think, I think we both accomplished exactly what we wanted to accomplish. Trevor got more solidified at running back and I got younger and sold I would say sold high on a couple of the pieces that I didn't necessarily know how we're going to fit in my team the Joko had a lot of hype heading into this year because of Sean Watson and that huge contract I'm under St. Brown I think he's going to be really good but I couldn't rationalize keeping him and Jameson Williams both on my team so I was looking to unload him. I was I was looking to unload Damian Harris because I think he has some negative touchdown regression, and I don't think the Patriots are going to be very good this year. I have a weird feeling. And then Nick Chubb, I think Nick Chubb. If if I wanted to get any type of value, that's a type of name I had to part with. But I'm not too disappointed with it because it is a PPR league, and that puts Nick Chubb at about running back twelve every single year. Yeah. And I did change my name to I like Chubby Diggs, so I was happy with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I did include um, my team name. Yes, yes. Which originally was Hot Chub Time Machine, which is an elite name, but I liked I like Chubby Diggs more because I w- I made two puns. He does have the right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't well, mock I saw, me. 
I saw someone's team name on Twitter, and I think in my one fantasy draft next week, I think I'm going to draft Christian McCaffrey just for the team name of the McCaffrey Americans. <laughs> oh, no. oh boy, that is very, very well done. That is walking a very fine line. <laughs> do you have the it's second? It's so good pick? though. I think I do in the one league. Oh, there you go. You That's got what I'm hoping for. You're going to have McCaffrey for the third year in a row in a, in a, in a fantasy <laughs> league. How's it going to go for you? Not good. Didn't you win a championship? But... Oh, no. No, I lost. No, I should have won. Who I went won? pretty much undefeated. Who won what? last year in our, our league? Jason. It was Jason and I in the championship, and Jason beat me. I lost in oh both championships. Uh, that's rough. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, Trevor and Brandon had a trade. I also made a few more trades. I know Blaze and I discussed our trade uh, as well as I believe our, my Kyler Murray trade with, with uh, Kevin. Um, but I made a couple of trades, one with Jalen uh, and you both of these. fleeced him. Both you of these, I think I got a man. very good deal. So uh, I traded away Terry McLaurin and Darnell Mooney and got back Michael Pittman and Rondell Moore. And I think Michael Pittman is going to the moon this season. He is going to be excellent. And I think I got a very good, very good deal for myself with that, with that trade. Brian, I hope you're right that Michael and, and Brandon, that he's going to be good this year because I drafted him fairly high in my other league yeah. because I you guys are like year. super high on him. And I cannot wait for him to just absolutely flop. He could, but I hope he doesn't, I hope he doesn't, I hope he doesn't, but I just can't wait for it to happen. I, mean, I thought, I thought Terry McLaurin was God's gift to the universe last year and that didn't go so well for me. <laughs> yeah, it didn't go very well for me either. Um, yeah, take Brian and I when we're on the same page for a grain of salt. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so the other deal that I got, so that, that wasn't good enough. I also traded away Cam Akers, Alan Lazard in a second round pick to get back AJ Dillon and a first round pick, which I was also very excited about. That's better than the Pittman trade. Oh, I think AJ Dillon will at least be a number two running back this season. Uh, And then the first round pick is, you know, amazing because the 23 class is supposed to be very, very good. Adding to your collection again. I I have three first round picks yet again already. And that's not even the season I've been started. So if I do bad, I'm tearing that baby down. I'm getting more. I'm, I'm just taking the whole draft over. Uh, if Not I if I have anything to say about it. I'll get. I'll make you and offers I you do. can't refuse. I already have two. I, don't need I one know. More I'll get them. I'll get them. <laughs> Brian, how, how about how about you give me one of those picks for Tyreek Hill? Mm, <laughs> no, I'm good with receiver right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, so those are my two trades. I, I thought I did very well with them. Uh, very excited to see how my team goes out. I think it's better, much better this year than it was last year. So we'll see how that ends up. Yeah, it's been an interesting offseason to say the least. Um, and Brian's going to give you his power rankings a little bit here and you'll kind of see where he thinks everybody lies based off the draft and all the trades. Um, but now let's go into a fan favorite section, a segment that we have every week. And it is the tops, flops, and drops. Well, Brandon, are you okay? Yeah. What? Please, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> he didn't make a noise. And Trevor was talking. He was the blown up screen on my laptop, and it was just his mouth was the whole. Thing. <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> um, oh, and it's one thirty. Well, that just got me real good. It's eleven twenty. One thirty. What the fuck? <laughs> 
<laughs> it's not that late. It's 1130. It's been a rough couple hours for uh, me. It has. It really has for Brandon. Yes. What do we have? Top flops and drops? Yes, our tops, flops, and drops. And this is for the fantasy season. So this can be comparing a player to how they did last year to how we think they're going to do this year. This is maybe a rookie that we think is going to be a standout or just a player who's been pretty good so far, but he's going to cross that bridge and become an elite player this year. So, Blaze, how about let's start with you? Give us some tops, flops, or drops for the season. I got a couple tops right off the bat. I love Pierce, uh, running back for the Texans. Bryce. Bryce Pierce. What? <laughs> it's Pierce. It's Damian Pierce. It's You're Pierce. right. You're okay. Right. I said, I thought about it because I know I messed it up the first time I said it. Yeah. Um, I like uh, him. He's the only running back in uh, Texas right now. Um, the only one fuck. in the state of Texas. <laughs> Just the only one in all of Texas. He's got a busy weekend. Um, <laughs> no Zeke, no Bijan Robinson, no Tony Pollard, no nobody. Bijan Mustard. Yeah, Bijan Mustard. Mustard. Oh my God, I forgot about the that. Coldest, the, the coldest, coldest air conditioning. <laughs> the, the coldest air conditioning. He didn't play for Nebraska, which I was sad about. Yeah. Uh, um, anyway, continue, Blaze. Yes. Um. Here's my top. I don't remember who my other one was. Oh, Michael Pittman. Love him too. Uh, flops. I think it's not really a flop flop, but I don't think Cooper Cup is going to be the number one elite fantasy player this year. Um, he's still going to be really well and still get a lot of points, but he's not going to be number one, I don't think. Um, on top, I'll go back to tops. Coming off of that, I think his replacement is going to be a man by the name of uh, Justin Jefferson. Um and for drops, bye-bye, Antonio Gibson. <laughs> yeah. Um, Brandon, let's go to you here. Give us some of your tops, flops, and drops. Um, my, my, I think my favorite top, honestly, this year is Chase Edmonds. I think I've drafted him in every single league that I've been able to. I think he's just insane value. He's going to be the running back one for the Dolphins, who should have a really good offense, have the offensive coordinator from the 49ers, so they should have some of the same running schemes as, as what um, Shanahan runs. I think they're going to throw a lot of passes to Edmonds. And they just released Sony Michelle. So I, that value to the moon. I love Chase Edmonds. Um, another one is Isaiah McKenzie, who's going to be, who should be the slot receiver for the Bills. Brian Dayball's offense, even though he's not there anymore, should still run the same offense. They throw it to the slot receiver a lot. The couple games in the past couple years where McKenzie has been the main slot guy, he's I want to say the average between the two games is like 20 fantasy points. He's killed it in those two games. So I think that's an indication of a huge breakout season for him. And then my biggest flop is Josh Jacobs. He's still going really high in drafts. Some For some reason, people still love him. Raiders did not pick up his fifth-year option. They have no reason to keep him past this year. They have no reason to even give him the ball this year. They don't owe, they owe him nothing. The coaching staff is not tied to him at all. And there's just been a bad, lot of bad reports throughout training camp about Josh Jacobs and how they're going to divvy up the work in that backfield. There you go. And then, Brian, what about you? Give us some of your top flops or drops. Great. So I already mentioned a couple of my trades, Michael Pittman and A.J. Dillon. I wouldn't have traded him for him if I didn't think they were going to be tops this year. Um, another one, D.J. Moore. He's already on my team. Um, as you can see, there's a theme. I'm very high on my own players. Uh, I think with, this is the best quarterback he's had ever in his career. Uh, Baker Mayfield um, and Baker, I think, is going to really come out and play 
possibly have his best statistical season, uh, in my opinion. Uh, and DJ Moore is just going to benefit from, from that. Uh, he's, I think he's going to have a really good year. A um, couple of flops. I think one is, um, and, and Blaze, don't get mad at me, but I think Jonathan Taylor might be a little bit worse this year. Ooh. I still think he'll be a top three RB, but Naheem Hines is going to cut a little bit into his workload. There's a lot of rumors going out that they want to give him 60, 70 catches in this offense, and then that'll come in hand with, you know, a decent amount of rush attempts because he will run the ball in Jonathan Taylor's stead. Um, but I think Taylor's still penciling him for 1400 rush yards and 10 touchdowns, but I think his catch numbers will go down and he won't be the, you know, far and away RB one, like he was last year. Um, and then some drops. I agree with plays by Antonio Gibson. <laughs> um, once Brian Robinson is back, I think Antonio Gibson is, relegated to a secondary role within that offense and they already have jd mckissick filling that role too so it's really just he's just going to turn into a backup running back and uh you know after this year i don't think he'll be um much of anything on that team i don't know what his contract situation is but you know whatever it is up i don't think they'll be bringing him back there you go and then like blaze for my top flops and drops like blaze mentioned justin jefferson i think he could easily be the top fantasy player this year i think he will be if i'm being completely honest i don't know how hot of a take that is i think he's just going to be um i think he's gonna ball out like we were talking about kirk cousins i think he's gonna have a great year um uh, michael Pittman, brian and brandon have talked me into loving michael Pittman. that i drafted him in my other league and i hope to god that it does not fail me um I'm also high on Cortland Sutton this year. Uh, the Broncos' new offense, I think, could be really good. That's uh, going to be the best quarterback that he ever has before he had Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke throwing to him. And now he has never gotten an MVP vote, Russell Wilson throwing to him, uh, which now sounding that out is maybe not the best Let thing. Russ cook. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think that Cortland Sutton's going to be really good. Um, as I look at some other players, I don't think that Mike Williams is going to be as good as last year. You know, he was really boomer bust last year, but I don't, I think he's going to be a more of a flop this year. Um, then I think Zeke is going to be a drop by the end of the season. I know that Jerry Jones is super high on Zeke and he's like, Oh, we're going to, you know, we're paying him. We're going to use him." But I just think Zeke's just become washed. And I think Tony Pollard's going to, going to be that guy by the end of the season. Um, so yeah, I would say that that is you know, my tops and stuff for the season. Did anyone have any other tops, flops, and drops that they wanted to get into or anything like that or any other trade or anything that's happened with I would say a dark horse top is uh, a little man known by the name of Gardner Flintminger II. (laughs) So just keep an eye out for him. Okay. I'll keep an eye out. I have have two eyes. (laughs) I'm keeping eyes out for him, Blaze. Both eyes out. Yes. Well, um, if no one else has any other top slops and drops, then it is time to get into Brian's coveted and highly anticipated fantasy football dynasty power rankings for preseason uh, of, of the second season. Sorry, I stumbled over my words there. Um, but <laughs> That's anyways. okay. That's all right, Trevor. I'll take it from here. Thank you very much for the great intro. I'm doing this again. So everybody, make sure you have the same exact reactions from the first time. <laughs> uh, should I start from the bottom or the top? Because I think we both know the answer to both of those. I mean, I'm a bottom, so probably from the bottom. Great, great <laughs> response, Trevor. Thank you very much. 
I will start oh, in it's... eight. No, 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 no. We're playing. It's late. I'm just going to gloss over it. We're fast forwarding. At number eight, we have the reigning defending number one overall pick in Jalen Grimes. Uh, he The reigning defending <laughs> number one <laughs> overall pick. <laughs> yes. Um, you that so, right. so his yeah, team lacks both star overall. power and depth. Uh, he is <laughs> In his starting lineup is starting two rookies in James Connor and or James James, James Cook and and uh, Drake London. Oh my God, it's late. And Drake London, um, it, Patrick Mahomes is his quarterback. That's a great uh, quarterback to have. Joe Mixon is a good running back, but other than that, he doesn't really have too much going on positively for his team. Uh, at number seven, I have Courtney. Now I think Courtney has. A, a couple of really high-end pieces, Lamar Jackson, Najee Harris, Alvin Kamara, Devontae Adams. Uh, but outside of that, I don't really see a lot of, you know, a lot of upside with her players. Uh, and then with those top players there, you know, there's all, um, all a lot of signs that they could regress a little bit this season. Devontae Adams, new quarterback, more offensive weapons to deal with. Um, her tight end is Darren Waller, who I also think suffers from that same problem because he's in the same offense. Um, Najee Harris, I just think the workload will be a little bit decreased, not having Big Ben as his, as his quarterback uh, and throwing him 80 passes uh, this year. Well, I don't think it's that going to happen. Alvin Kamara, I think he'll be very good. But again, Mark Ingram's still there, so he's going to um, share touches. But I think he'll be very good. If he if Alvin Kamara got his suspended this past season or the, for this season for six games, then uh, that would have been very good. What do you what is Trevor doing? Oh, I'm scratching my elbow right now. But <laughs> it just looked like you were doing this. <laughs> but I, I don't. You said Mark Ingram's going to get. T- I mean, how old is Mark Ingram? He's yeah, but he, he scored yeah. a touchdown in their preseason game. Oh, with the, fir- with the first team <laughs> offense. I, look, you guys against the what? The, against the what team defense? Though but that doesn't matter. He was playing with the first team offense. You it doesn't matter. Who you think he's going to start over Alvin Kamara? No, th- I'm saying that they're going to split carries, and he got goal line carries, and so that might limit Alvin Kamara's touchdown upside. So that's what I'm saying. Uh, all right, continue. We're not getting into this argument. Right okay, now. all right. Go. Well, I'll, 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 I'll run through the next couple. Number six is Blaze. Oh, bullshit. Yay. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Blaze has got the best running back in fantasy and Jonathan Taylor. He's got a very, 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 probably the top five dynasty running back in Dodger Swift uh, as his RB2. Um, AJ Brown, very good dynasty receiver, very good receiver, but he's now playing with Jalen Hurts. I think he may have a limited uh, ceiling with Jalen Hurts, especially because they have other weapons like Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard in that offense. And they're going to run the ball a lot because you know they had success doing it uh, that last year. Uh, Cortland Sutton, I think could be good, but again, haven't seen it and don't know what that Denver Broncos offense is going to look like. We all assume it's going to be good, but again, it's an unknown George Kittle, I think might take a slight step back with Trey Lance in the offense because they're going to run the ball more with Lance, throw the ball more to Brandon Ayuk and obviously Debo Samuel's still there. So there are a lot of limiting factors to Blaze's team. Uh, and then outside of those top players, depth at what wide receiver Really, it doesn't have a ton. Got Chris Olave, which is a good pick. Uh, and then running back, a lot of question marks below uh, the top two with Josh Jacobs, Kareem Hunt. We'll see what his upside is with this Browns offense with Brisket. Um, 
but yeah, that that's kind of it's kind of more about with Blazes. Uh, number Did you five. You not even mention Joe Cool. Yeah, you got good, everyone's got good quarterbacks in this league, so it's, you didn't mention him, and it hurt. He's my gonna feelings. be good. He's gonna be good. He's gonna be good. You got to pick up uh, Baker Mayfield now. He's starting again. Um, Sam Darnold uh, <laughs> out for this. You season. start him again. Uh, at number five, number five is last year's number one preseason uh, team, and that's Kevin. Wow, I'm shocked. I thought I was going to be number five, so I'm okay with that, though. I'm okay with that. Let's Kevin has ahead. a terrific. Okay, so starting at five up, I think all of those teams have very, very, very good starting lineups. <laughs> I think I think six, seven, eight have questions in their starting lineups. I don't think any of the top five teams have many questions in their starting lineups. Um, so Kevin is number five because depth and all of his team is old. Uh, so he one injury puts Kevin kind of lower than Blaze, lower than Courtney, uh, in my opinion. Uh, number four, I have Trevor. There he is, top four, baby. That's Trevor one higher has... than last year. I was fifth on the power. <laughs> Were you? I don't remember. Year. I also, Trevor. I also finished like fifth in the league. So I think. Yeah. That's... See, I am a great <laughs> but, predictor. But besides I made, my I own team, I made the championship. Uh, though. Yeah. So Trevor, uh, wonderful wide receiving core with Stefan Diggs, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Marquise Brown, and a couple of other really good players. There, but you can't play two of those players at the same time. Uh, yeah, it's it's tough to play Tariq Hill and Jalen Waddle in the same lineup. Well, I'm good. gonna fucking do it every week. Uh, he got. <laughs> he got to better to and just live and die. Yeah, he got better at running back with the trade he made with Brandon Sinai, James Connor, Nick Chubb, David Montgomery. So solid, solid RBs. Quarterback, obviously, he's very good. Dalton Schultz, I think, is uh, he's my prediction to finish higher, like break into the top five tight ends this year. I think he's going to kick uh, Darren Waller out. Um, and he might even finish higher than George Kittle as well. Um, yeah, I think his team's, Trevor's team's yeah. very good. Yeah. At number yeah. three, I've got me. <laughs> so I think my offseason has been very good. I think I've corrected a uh, lot yeah, of the Brian things that went wrong, off season. wrong with my team. Uh, I think my wide receivers are terrific. Um, Jamar Chase, Mike Evans, Michael Pittman, Debo, or, uh, DJ Moore. I don't have Debo Samuel anymore. I traded him away. Um, <laughs> Debo Moore. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, DK Metcalf is going to ride the bench until next year when he gets a quarterback. <laughs> um, running backs, I think I've got very, very good depth. I don't, we'll see the, the upside of them, but I got Saquon Barkley, Javante Williams, Travis Etienne. Brees Hall, AJ Dillon, Rashad Penny might be good for a week or two. Who knows? Uh, and then at quarterback, I trade. Oh, that, I traded for Kyler Murray. I don't even remember if that trade made it to. to I, you, yeah, you. I totally Kevin. forgot about that. I think it wow. made it with Art Blaze and Ice. But um, yeah, so I have Kyler Murray now as my quarterback. Trey Lance is in the wings. We'll see if he plays well and doesn't get benched. Um, yeah, I think my team is very, very good and it's built for the future because I have three 2023 first round picks as well. So I think I will be good this year and in the future. Uh, at number two, I have Fuck the reigning defending no, I, I'm gonna turn into fantasy the football champion is Brandon. Uh, I think his team is the best. Uh, no, he's, his team is up there at the top two of the starting lineup. Um, probably, in my opinion, I think he's the best starting lineup uh, on a week-to-week basis. There is another team that has a higher upside, but um, Brandon's the most consistent. Still has Cooper Cup, still has Austin Eckler, still has Keenan Allen, CD Lamb. Um, 
I think the, the one thing that Brandon's team lacks on, actually it's a couple things, is he doesn't have an elite tight end and he doesn't have a, an elite number two running back. Um, but his RB depth is there and his tight end depth is there. And quarterback Jayla Hurts is going to be great. And then number one. Okay, hold quit. up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Running okay. the ball. <laughs> hey, i knew where you were gonna try and go for that and i wasn't having it <laughs> brian brian quick question for you who yes. was the fourth wide receiver that brandon had i didn't say a fourth wide receiver yes did you I? did you said brandon has four wide receivers who's the fourth one i thought i said he i didn't even say, I think i said a number he said three he no, he said, said three four. No, he said four come on spit it out i don't remember <laughs> I know he's got Jamison Williams. Um, no, okay, okay. Just go through. He's Brandon's got wide. Juju. You know what? It's too late. The joke is gone. Just he go was trying to... to make a CDs nugget. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, I said that. Um, um, CD anyways. was the third one you said. That's why it was confusing. Okay. All right. I thought it was the fourth one you said. No, he said no. Cooper well, he said three. <laughs> That's you messed up the joke. No, hold on. I swear you said. No, he said Cooper Cup, Keenan Allen, CD win. I said three wide receivers. I didn't. I don't even think I said the number three. I just said I just listed the three of them. Anyway, okay. Number one is CJ. I think his team is absolutely loaded for this year. Um, Justin Jefferson, T. Higgins, Christian McCaffrey, Aaron Jones, Leonard Fournette, Mark Andrews, Justin Herbert. Then he has Mike Williams, Jerry Judy. Um, Miles Sanders, Rondre Stevenson, drafted Kenneth Walker. Dude's team is busted. Um, and he, I think he vastly underperformed last year just due to spike weeks hitting. That's where he got a lot of his points. I think he'll be a lot more consistent this year. Uh, and he doesn't have a weakness in a starting lineup. There's no weaknesses in that starting lineup. The only weakness is if his players get injured, which is a weakness of every starting lineup. Um, so he's my number one team. I agree. Yeah, that's that. my power rankings. I, I agree with the, the, the number one team. Yeah. Anything you disagree I with? I don't know, actually. I, I mean, I, I would know. be I would be hesitant to put me ahead of you this year, Brian. <laughs> I'm I, think, flattered. I think your your team PPR wise could absolutely pop off. But I wasn't about to make the same mistake I did last year. I'm not <laughs> I'm not putting my team to number two <laughs> like I did last year. Uh, give myself slightly more of a buffer, you know. <laughs> Yes, you can only improve from. Well, no, you could still but, be terrible. You know what? But... Please don't take this as a a it, like uh, indictment on your team. You can always get better. Okay, I am one higher in the power rankings than last year. <laughs> so, and it's well, honestly it's where you point. it's where you ended the season. You ended the season sixth. You're starting the season sixth. So, yeah, yeah, I'm fine with it. I got to prove the haters wrong. Yeah, what did Saquon luck. say? Big thighs and no lies? Maybe. <laughs> I definitely don't think that was it, but we're going to go with it. Big you thighs. might have said that at some point in this life. No lies. Big thigh, no lie. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, Brian, thank you for your power rankings. It's always a treat to hear you spew shit out of your mouth. Um, I think I was mostly correct with most of my things. I was kidding. It was a joke. It was a joke. Uh, You're just a kidding, right? <laughs> right. So now let's transition here to the team that we all, I'm hesitant to say the word support, the team that we all follow, um, the <laughs> Cleveland Browns. Um, they've had a very tumultuous 
tumultuous. Tumultuous. You said that right. Okay. You okay. got this, buddy. Sound it out. <laughs> <laughs> had a very rough off season. Um, but most recently, Deshaun Watson got suspended for six games, then it was appealed, and now it is officially at 11 games. Um, so Deshaun Watson is going to be out through week 13 because we, we have a buy in between there. And of course, his first game back is against the Houston Texans because it's all for ratings. Um, but that just means that we have Mr. Jacoby Brisket for the first 11 games of the season. And I'm not sure how we're going to do. He could maybe we do fine. You know, I think we have a good defense. But uh, let's start with Brandon here. What are your thoughts on how the season's going to end up turning for the Browns here with Watson out for 11 games and a defense that's solid? I don't think it's going to be a very fun season. <laughs> I just I think we have such high expectations because when we got Watson and then like the the defense rounded itself out, we got Amari Cooper, everyone's like, oh, we could win like 12 games. I think we're destined for like 500, 9 and 8, which won't be bad, all things considered. Next year is the year. They'll go for it a little more. They'll roll over all this cap space and we'll see what they can do on the skill position side because they do need help at wide receiver if they want to win a Super Bowl. But I mean, right going to be a great running of the game. Great running game again. Great offensive line. They have the best running back room in the, in the league. The defense should be really good. So I think that in itself is going to win them a decent amount of games, but the schedule is hard and it just keeps getting harder. There's there's no game. I mean, I guess Watson starts with the Texans, but like the, the back half of that schedule is so hard. Like there's not much time for him to get his feet underneath him. Probably going to be behind the eight ball below 500 when he starts. We'll see. We'll see. But I Blaise, have very high expectations. Blaze, what are your thoughts here? We start Josh Dobbs, we go 11 and 0. <laughs> That's all I got to say. He's a big Josh Dobbs guy. Josh Dobbs was electric in the preseason game. Well, well, against what defenses? Thanks for your <laughs> commentary, Brian. Anyways, continue, Blaze. That was it. Josh oh, Dobbs, 11 and I, I just had to throw that back. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, uh, all right. You Brian, it. Brian, what about your thoughts on the Brown season? Uh, it's it like Brian said, it's gonna be frustrating. It's gonna be like we, we've just been so worn out by this offseason that we're already going into the season worn out, and it's just gonna make it all that much all that like worse. Um last year we had hope. And then the hope died, and then we had hope, and then the hope died, and then we had hope, and then the hope died. Literally hope, every single week. Every week. Ev- a roller coaster. Oh my God. This one's horrible. just kind of gonna be like you're you're like skiing down the bunny hill, you know. It's it's like <laughs> it's it's boring as hell, and you're going downhill. Uh, that's that's gonna be what it's like. I think optimistically we could win five or six games while Watson suspended, but that's not how it's gonna go. We're gonna go three and eight. We're not going to – it's not the Browns' way to squeak out some wins. Have, you, have we ever squeaked out wins before? That's not fair. Really. <laughs> That's not fair. Not really. Um, looking at history, yeah. So I think we are going to be surprisingly disappointed. Surprised? I'm, I expect nothing from this season. I'm going to be disappointed from that. Yeah, but once you get in the season, then you're – 
you're gonna you're gonna surprise yourself because you actually are gonna be disappointed. That's no, I, I mean I hope you guys. That's a good point. That we say right now that we're but every Sunday we're gonna Dude, watch we're gonna, the game we're gonna and we're week one and we're gonna. <laughs> but the thing is, we're not we're even gonna win week one. We're gonna go into every week. We have saying, the worst matchup the ever. Week, week one around. This is the week we can turn it around and figure it out. Every single week it's going to be. Oh, so when's the last time we won a game in week one? Uh, like 20 years. Yeah. It's been tough. a long time. Uh, we tied one like five years ago against the Steelers. But Yeah. I thought that was week two. Nope, it was week no, one. No, that was week one. Okay. We lost a week two game very close. I think in overtime against the Saints. And yeah, then week three, we that was the, the that was Baker's rookie year. Yeah, because... Tyrod started that game. Yeah, and finished it. Um, so yeah. let's go through the schedule here, and we're going to do a consensus between you three. It's just going to be whether you think we win or lose. It's going to be a little lopsided because Brian and Brandon are going to say lost to every game. But hey, yeah, Blaze, that's... Blaze, if you have a convincing argument, I will I will trump them on some games. So. <laughs> Um, all right, so let's start with the first game here. Browns at Panthers, week one. What are we thinking here? We're I think we're going to lose 81 to just, three. It's, it's karma. I think yeah. if, we had, if we had good karma, I think the Browns are better than the Panthers. There is no possible way we win karma. There's no possible way we win this. It's wow. not the Browns to do this. this Although we deal. are – we are going up against the agent of that evil in Baker Mayfield. So it, so it might balance itself out. All right. So we were, that, that was lost. a consensus L. I'm shocked there. I thought everyone was going to give a consensus you, win. You know Baker's going to go for three huddy. It just has to happen. <laughs> four tu- four to touchdowns, 300 yards. One of them is going to be a rushing touchdown. He's going to chuck the ball into the – Like he did against the Ravens that game. Yeah. yeah. All right, week two, home against home opener against the New York Jets. That's a oh, win man. for me. I was gonna say if y'all are <laughs> contemplating this, it's place, gonna be play a said loss. Season. What? Play said loss. Zach Wilson's a milf hunter. Zach Wilson ain't playing. <laughs> He's gonna be on the sideline. You just need that energy in the He's stadium. He's gonna be hunting milfs on the sideline. <laughs> He's not young gravy. What does he add to this team? <laughs> Speaking of Young Gravy, did you see him and Addison's mom making out at the VMA? Yeah, that's what that's what that's what no. Brandon is referring. I know that. that. Was a little I, appalling. I know. No, I'm just meaning like if you saw, it was kind of like what the hell? Like Addison is now gonna have a stepfather that is probably cool. the same age as her. Did you see that her dad's like trying to box Young Gravy? He wants to fight him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> and Young Gravy just keeps tweeting at him like, "Bro, just give up." <laughs> um. Okay, so anyway, we said, in today's pop culture news, here's Trevor. <laughs> yes. All right, Brandon, what was your decision here? Win or loss with the Jets? W. Okay. Yeah, so oh, Trevor, the Jets. The Jets. All right, week three, Thursday night game against the Steelers. That's a dub. At home. That's a dub. Uh, this is where the false home. hope sets in. This yeah. is where yeah, you yeah. lose the so first two games. Plays is right. There's going to be yeah, a yeah, game yeah, yeah. where we're going to be like, oh. Prime time Thursday night football against division rival. That's, that's at a home. W. Last time we played this Steelers at home on a Thursday was the bonk. So this is the setup for the round line. two fight. All right. So we, we got a win here. All righty. All right. Week four is, I believe, at, yes, at the Falcons. This is where the dream ends. <laughs> 
one week later, we lose to the Falcons. That's that's how it will end. That's how it will end. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I think we beat the Falcons. I mean, come on. I think we can beat them. They don't have any. They have Drake London and then Marcus Mariota as their quarterback. They have Omar Zaki. Are you missing the absolute best weapon in the league? Bro, with the Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. I think who is, you who's name in our fantasy They have they have absolute weapons on that offense. JOK gonna lock him up. Todd Gurley still on the Falcons. Most. Um, okay, we're putting that as a win. Like, right? I mean, come on. Okay. I think I think this is where the wheels fall off. Is the next well, that's because smashed. the next the next five the next one two three four five we're losing the next seven games. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna rattle them off. You tell me if we're winning any of them. Home against the Chargers. Nope. nope. Home against the Pats. Yes. Nope. nope. Oh, you guys think Mac Jones in that office is gonna beat the Browns? It's a Patriots beating Bill Belichick. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's no, but, but Jacoby Percent is a former Bill Belichick quarterback. Oh, yeah. Just when I thought I was out, he really <laughs> game. Jacoby Brissett was on the Patriots. You know what? Optimist. I'll, I'll be the optimist. I'll be yeah. the optimist for this group. Give us the day. Okay. All right. Okay, so we're four fine. and two. All right. We're four and two right now. Uh, at the Ravens. Nope. Nope. Loss. Uh, home against the Bengals on uh, Monday Night Football on Halloween. No nope. win. It's a Wait. loss. So we had two losses there? Okay. That's a W. You got any um, argument, Blaze, to turn us turn Brandon around? I turned Brandon on the Pats. I, like, I mean, are I, we like I have... five and one against the Bengals in the last three years, and they went to the Super Bowl last year? And Halloween scary. No, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I have my argument. I have veto I power. Let so the gears spin. You have to convince me. I have the veto power. No, you never said you had any I such did. thing, Trump. Yes, I did. I literally said it at the beginning. Oh. I'd like to introduce you to a man that will be in attendance at the Halloween game, and that is Sir Pumpkinhead, and it's third down. It's Pumpkinhead. That's his holiday. We can't lose with Pumpkinhead on Halloween at home. That was a terrible argument. Blaze, you did not convince me. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to tell Pumpkinhead on you. Wait, Blaze, your first two points were, were five and one in the last three years, which is a good point. Your second point was they went to the Super Bowl last year. And that's an argument for us to win. And we game? still went five and one. And then your bring it home was pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that thing that plays. I'm tired. The funny of that music. <laughs> okay, so we're we're what four and four. We're now? four and four now. Okay. All right. Uh, at the Dolphins. Lock win. At Loss. Dolphins. At the Dolphins. Yep. L. Okay. So that's an L. Mm-hmm. Um, the next two games are 100% L's, but we'll t- sell them anyways. Uh, at the Bills. Yeah. <laughs> and home against the Buccaneers. Um, no fucking way. <laughs> is is the mess singer for this game or no? Yeah, is it his premiere? That's a good point. No, no, no. Tom Brady was missing because he got uh, plastic surgery on his face. He looks he look sick. A different. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely got plastic surgery. Oh wait, actually, uh, that's yeah, the rumor. That's the main. That's now the main talk. rumor. Move over, Mass Singer. Hello, hello, plastic oh, surgery. It's either that or he actually has like some disease or something and is really sick. Is yeah. another one I've heard. But he played. 
football in the preseason. So I don't think he's sick. Yeah, but he's like a superhuman. Yeah, so he'd be fine. He's not sick. He can't get sick. All right. So just to recap, um, this is so now we've had the bye. Now Deshaun Watson is coming back. Uh, against seven, the Texans. We are four and seven right now through 11 games. God, All right. So bad. We are now at the Texans. Win. It's going to be rough. It's going to be a rough game. It's going to be a rough game, but I think it'll be a bad one, but it'll be a win. I agree. Um, At the Bengals. Loss. Brian? I said loss. Oh, Blaze, what did you say? I I don't have this. I don't have the screen up. I'm looking at the schedule right now. Oh, we have thumbs down. Okay, so that's an L. I was actually going to be willing to veto that if you said win, Blaze. Um, Home against the Ravens. Win. Win. This is where the hope. Now, and I was 50-50, so I'll say win. This is where we get a sprinkle of hope again. What, we're we're now five and eight? Three, four, five, six (laughs) and eight. I mean, nine and eight might sneak in. Oh, six and eight. This is when our in the hunt graphic pops up. Yeah, we are the last one in the hunt after this game. Six and eight. Yeah, okay. Um, Home against the Saints on Christmas Eve. Give us a dub. Jameis can't play in the cold. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Uh, at the Commanders on New Year's Day. Oh, Man. huge dub. Fuck Carson wins. Yeah. Okay. So going into the last game at the Steelers, we are currently one, two, three, eight four. and eight. We are eight and eight. <clears throat> so we are I have, at the... I have I have such a feeling that we're gonna be eight and eight, and a win's gonna get us in the playoffs, and we're gonna lose to the Steelers, and everyone's gonna be so sad. <laughs> That's exactly what I was about to say. So what do we All do? Right. Win or loss here? Win! It's a loss. <laughs> but we're not going to the playoffs. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll put the loss down. That would be oh. even worse. So, no, no, but yeah, that's the Browns' way to do it, though. We're going to yeah. win the game, but it's not going to matter because we're going to not make the playoffs. No, so, this, if we win, we make the playoffs, but it's relying on a different team and something else needs to happen, and that one doesn't No, 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 okay, so all right, miss. hear me out. Can I, can I make one last argument? Hear me out. The Steelers are seven, eight, and one going into this game. And we're eight and eight going and into this game. And we're eight and eight. We get to end Mike Tomlin's above at or above 500 streak. <clears throat> we're not going to do it. Last game of the season. We won't do it. It would be funny. I, I think we could finish nine and eight or eight and nine. It's really a coin toss. Okay. Well, then let's flip a coin to see the result of this last game. No, no, it, you were already overturned. <laughs> Brandon um, said coin so. toss. He should at least do a coin toss for his own vote. <laughs> All right. I'm going to flip this thing. Okay. Nectar is heads. Blank is tails. Okay, what's, what's a win, though? What's a win? Heads is a win. Heads is a win. Tails. Ah, shit. Okay. I, right. I, I respect it. So you heard it here for, first. Uh, the Browns are going 8-9 and nine this season. Uh, it's going to be a 100% accurate prediction. Nothing will ever change from that. Um, and if it does, we'll give you each a smack on the back. Um, so, All right. Yeah. Well, Blaze, if, if Jacoby Brisket was to get injured week one, not life-threatening, just normal, Injury that would keep him out exactly 12 weeks. And Dobbs starts the rest of the games. Does this change your perspective? 
does this change my perspective? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I already said if Josh Dobbs starts, that's eleven and zero. <laughs> Go into the Super Bowl. Honestly, to be honest, I don't know if it changes anything for me. Good or bad. Yeah, I no, I, I think it'd be pretty. Yeah. Cool. Alrighty. Well, that is our Browns discussion for the week. Um, so we are at about an hour right now. So the only thing I want to talk about with NFL, we're going to do our NFL um, playoff and Super Bowl predictions next week for week one. Um, so we'll do that next week, but I do just want to say, uh, what are some of the t- who, what are some dark horses that you think could make the playoffs? I, I don't want you to give away, you know, everything, but like, should we just what- do that next week too? Okay. Sure. We can just do that next week. Can we talk about um, the opposite of yes. Yes. White uh, horse. <laughs> sure. Or who do you think is going to have the number one pick <laughs> in the NFL draft next year? Let's, right, let's who do are the bad horses. Give me your top five bottom teams in the league. Bottom five teams, you mean? Yes. <laughs> top top or... five bottom teams. <laughs> top five bottom teams. <laughs> okay, Blaze, give me your five. Bo- oh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. First. I thought we were just naming them in unison. All right, let's let's just. Name oh, them that's in what I thought we were doing. Okay, too. all right, fine. So Jacksonville. Three, two, one. Texans. Falcons. Jags. Okay, so Texans. Falcons. I don't Jags. think the Jags are going to be in the bottom five. Okay, we'll take him out. Brian says no. Okay. All right. So we have the Texans. And Giants. Falcons. Giants. Falcons. I would say the Giants. Giants. Yep. Although I don't know if the Giants who is who's gonna be worse, the commanders or the Giants? I honestly don't know. I mean, I think I think the Giants. Like I think the Giants are gonna we, be worse. As much as we rag on Carson Wentz, he's mid. Like he can win you seven games. And he'll fumble away the other nine. So fine. <laughs> So we have the we have the Texans, the Falcons, the Giants. Yeah, I would so put Seattle in there. I think the Bears yeah. are going to be awful. Bears. The ba- oh yeah, Bears are terrible. Bears are terrible. That's, that's five. I think okay. that's five. Yeah. Outside looking in would be what? Jags, uh, Commanders, maybe Jags, the Jags, the Jets. Jets. Uh, I like the Jets. Yeah, but they're the fourth of the place in their division. I think they're going to lose all yeah. the games in their division. Um, honestly, I think they might be better with Joe Flacco than, than Zach Wilson. Yeah, dude, what's his name? Sean White, Mike White has been balling all preseason yeah. again. <laughs> Checked out, God. Forgot that he came uh, in against the Colts last there year. Other, is there any other bad team? It was the Bengals. He threw for oh, three hundred against the Bengals. It was the Bengals. Okay. No, he wait. No, he threw for like four or five. It was like four fifty or something. Yeah. Yeah, because he, he came in the middle of the game against the Colts and, then, and he started uh, what was against it say? the Josh Bengals. Johnson threw for like 350 against the Colts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's any other bad, bad teams. No, it's going to be a – there's a – I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, has there in our memory been more mid-teams in the NFL? No. Like, well, you, have your, you have your definite Super Bowl contenders, but there is such a large chunk this year of just like – Yeah, I think there's teams. only maybe like seven or eight bad teams like teams that just have no shot i think every other team in the nfl is a shot at least to make the playoffs i would agree if there's a lot of middling middle teams here with average quarterbacks average offenses average coaches women are having a mid-off huh it's gonna be the browns and the steelers at the three four market they have seen Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes all right well that was a little 
season preview of the NFL predictions. Um, we'll get in. Be awful. Yeah, the Bears. Are, oh, it's upsetting, but the Bears are. They're not probably good. the worst team in the NFL. <laughs> really? You think the Bears yeah. are going to be the worst team in the NFL? It's either yeah. them or the Texans. Yeah, I think it's the Bears. I think the Texans they'll be they'll squeak out maybe a couple wins. I think the Bears could win one game, two games. Really? I they're wow. just so bad. <laughs> I didn't think awful. I didn't think it was going to be that bad. They're just terrible. Well, and they so hired a defensive coach too. Yeah, that's fair. And their defense sucks. Well, it's because they trade away all their good players, or they're trying to. Um, but yes, yeah, so we'll, we'll get into more NFL next week as we preview week one. Um, super excited for the NFL season to start. It is a week and two days from today. It's going to be about yeah, a week from Thursday. the time this podcast comes out. So, um, no, the season starts on like the 8th. The first yeah, well, weekend game is the 11th. The majority of the games are on that. Yes, yes. Bills, Grand. Thursday. Yes. Is there two Thursday mm-hmm. games this year? No. Just one. There's, only There's, one. One. There's two Monday night games. Yeah. Always. Oh. And also now Thursday night games that. are on Amazon Prime. Oh, so. I could watch it, but not for long. Kirk Kern Street and Al Michaels. Brian, I'll give Al you my Michaels Amazon and Chris Collins Thank you. Chris in peace. So is Kirk gonna do the slide in now or no? He'll do his own thing. He'll go back to college. That'll be his thing. He'll go back to college. <laughs> he'll be wearing it. He'll just be wearing a college, like whatever college team the quarterbacks are playing for, or something. And you know that is the perfect transition into our last segment because we're going to talk about playing. the college football season. That, like I said, we got a dabble of it last season. Um, last last season. week or we last week? Sorry, last sorry. I just got, <laughs> we I just got, got, got a shit ton of college football last season. <laughs> almost the whole thing. I got distracted by a text message. I'm sorry. Um, Who's texting you? Football? My, my roommate. Be. <laughs> um, but college football started last week. Dabble of it. Uh, but it actually starts this Thursday and Saturday are the big the big games that are actually, you know, where everyone's excited for. Um, so since we have fans of two teams, I guess three if you count OU, but I don't know if we're like, <laughs> <laughs> if we actually count us as a fan club of them <laughs> um, uh, the that team up north in ohio state are two teams that we are you know going to talk about i was about to say rooting for but i would have stabbed myself um, <laughs> <laughs> but you did you did inadvertently say that we are a fan club of michigan <laughs> yes I, I said as a collective we this the teams that we are different people on the podcast you're rooting for uh but brian you know what let's start with you since we're talking about and what are your thoughts on michigan for the season well i certainly don't think our team is as good as it was last year defensively i think offensively could be similar um hassan Haskins was great but we still have like quorum and donovan edwards so we're really good at running back still we get rodney bell back which is i think a very underrated addition um he tours they see all week two last year i believe or week one yeah, making that um, insane catch on the sidelines. He didn't tear it then, but he did make that catch, and they called yeah. offensive PI, and it was not offensive PI. It was terrific. Um, but he'll be back in the offense. He's the, by far our best receiver, and then our wide receiving group is is pretty pretty solid. It's probably second best in the Big Ten, I'd say, um, which you know isn't too hard to do, but that's fair. Um, you know, certainly certainly up there. Uh, offensive line is gonna be good. We're going with the two quarterback system, so we'll see how that works out with the uh, uh, Cade McNamara, JJ McCarthy. I I am rooting for McCarthy to be the starter because I think he's more dynamic. But McNamara has done nothing to lose the starting job, so 
they're going to basically, and we have the games to start against Colorado State, UConn, and Hawaii um, to really see what we're good at at quarterback because none of those teams are nearly as talented, but that hasn't stopped us before from losing. App State, baby! Yeah, it was a while <laughs> ago. It was a while ago. Um, yeah, I think we'll be very good. I still think we're the second best team in the Big Ten. Um, I sincerely hope that we're undefeated by the time we play Ohio State. Um, I don't know if that'll happen because it's Michigan and we'll lose a game in there somewhere. Uh, I mean, but, you, which, who are your crossover games? Uh, we play Iowa. They have a super easy schedule. So you, oh, yeah, so our schedule is very easy. We play Iowa, Iowa play Michigan State, State, and Penn State. Michigan, okay. uh, Michigan State. I don't know if we play Wisconsin. I think we do. But no, no, oh, no I don't, don't think no, so. Don't. I think it's like the first time in like four yeah, or five I mean, we play ago. Indiana, but I don't think they're they had their fad, but I think it's past. Yeah, that, that was a one year thing. Um, they're going to be terrible. But yeah, it's basically just Iowa, Iowa, Penn State, which is they're not even ranked to start the season. And then which is, Ohio State and Michigan. We can State. talk about that later. Coach is cool. The opening AP polls and stuff are just a load of barnacles. It's all for ratings. Top 25 team. Even with, um, what's his name coming back? I don't know. Penn State I mean, yeah, and Texas are both three. Texas starters. is also a top 25 team, just based on yes. their talent alone. That's they fair. should be. That's fair. Um, and they're not, but you know, that's another for another week. But um, I think we're, we're going to do very well. Uh, we'll see how the the you know how state machine goes. Um I mean, that, I think that'll be talking a big game. You know, I don't think Michigan State, I don't, I don't think I've seen a lot of Michigan bragging the last couple of months. I've seen a lot of Ohio State revenge. Stuff. Well, that's just because we about Michigan. I think that's no. like about the season in general. Yeah, we're like we're just excited. Yeah, but it, because our offense. Like, is I, be have, I haven't good. seen anybody discuss Michigan specifically. More no, as like no. we sucked last year. Yeah, I've yeah. seen some people say that we want to get revenge on Michigan, and we're excited for you to come in the shoe because it's going to be a good game. Mm-hmm. But I haven't seen. I don't know. I saw a lot of complaining by Ohio State after uh, well, that game. Directly, so. directly after, like the weeks following. Yeah, it was a little rough. I think I mean, it'll it'll certainly it'll certainly kinda... pick up it'll certainly pick up as the season oh, progresses. Yeah. Um, so I you know hopefully we got the monkey off our back now we can come in with you know I mean we'll still have expectations but like you know we we don't have to we don't have to feel the pressure as we did last year or as we did before that. Yeah. So I think there's a solid there's a chance I wouldn't put it as a good chance but there's a chance we win the Big Ten again, but. Uh, the only obstacle really is Ohio State, um, but we'll make we'll make one or two more because we're Michigan. Yeah, we'll, I do. We'll I, I want to Michigan goes undefeated until they come to issue. I was going to say I want to match up. Throw out a hypothetical with that: if Ohio State, Michigan, both undefeated, Ohio State is Michigan's only loss. Ohio State, Michigan, both make the playoffs. It depends on how everything else falls. That's fine. But I I don't think so. Our schedule is not hard. It's not strong enough. Okay. I don't think I we would play the other way around. If we, if we lost, because we have Wisconsin, Iowa, Notre Dame, Notre Dame, okay, Penn State, okay. Michigan State. State. Yeah. Here's the thing: as it stands right now, I think Michigan State is our only other ranked opponent this year. As of Iowa right now, ranked? I yes. uh, no, not right now. Not right now. So right now, it's just Michigan State, mm. Ohio State. Um, I don't think Iowa's ranked. ranked. Wisconsin is ranked. Yeah, but we don't play Wisconsin. Yeah, I was, I was trying to think of the four. Big Ten teams that are ranked, and it's Wisconsin's the fourth one. Yes, yeah, but then Wisconsin, Iowa Michigan, and Penn State, State received Ohio votes. State. So, but yeah, so, so. Uh, Brian, I think we'll go to the Rose. Might go to the Rose Bowl, but what do you what do you think about replacing both coordinators 
that's the only thing I would. It's going to be challenging. That's been Harbaugh's Achilles heel. He finally got it right, and then they both left. Yeah. It'll be challenging. I think I, – I, I don't even know who the coordinators are right now, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. McDonald? No, he was the old one. Never mind. It's the Ravens, D.C., and Gaddis is the Miami O.C. now. Uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes, but I don't put too much into it. I think whoever's the coordinator is now will take a lot from what happened last year. I will say, other point on Michigan, uh, the uh, whatever Feldman's Freaks list uh, came out, and basically it's the 100 freakiest athletes in college football. Um, uh, the last three years or so, it's been um, Quiddy Pay, Aiden Hutchison, and Mozzie Smith, the top, all Michigan defensive linemen. So we fucking have a lot of athletic defensive linemen that can do a lot of shit. Well, so those three are no longer on the team. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying we continually pump them out. Oh, okay. no. Artie, Blaze, do you have any thoughts here? I know you're not as big into college and OU's your team. All right, I'm but... just saying y'all are both wrong, and I bleed red and white now, and Wisconsin is winning it all, <laughs> baby. Oh, my God. I forgot <sighs> you are now a Wisconsin Badger fan. So. Damn right. His name's Bucky, you uncultured <laughs> swine. <sighs> all right, all right. So you're all on the Wisconsin train this year. Oh, Wisconsin. So are you, you going to wear an Ohio State shirt when Ohio State faces Wisconsin? I didn't even bring my Ohio State shirt here. Because I was kind of scared that See, I would get please, beat up if I wore it. Please, <laughs> please. Now you know what, it's, what it feels like to root for a different Big Ten team. Doesn't it feel yeah. refreshing? It feels refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would still root for Ohio State, but that Wisconsin-Ohio State game, oh, it's going to be blitz. I'm going to give you a taste of what Brian's been giving you. Hey, if, <laughs> if Ohio State couldn't stop the run last year, that kind of trickles into this year. Oh, my God. Braylon Allen. Jesus Christ. That dude's yeah, a monster. He's going to be really good. He's going to be two, really 235 good. running back with, with, with speed. The only thing He's that helps is that monster. it's that game's in the shoe. That is, if it was in but Camp see, Randall, that may be the only saving grace. When it I would be terrified yeah. if we were in Camp Randall. But being in the shoe makes me a little I bit mean, more comfortable. We beat we beat Wisconsin by like thirty last year at Camp well, Randall. Wisconsin so. kind of sucked, but cheeks other than Braylon Allen last year. Yeah, yeah they were ranked at the time. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's such a good, you know, that's such a good mark of how good a team yeah. is. Um, all right, Brandon, what are your thoughts on the season? On, on Michigan? Oh, uh, no, OSU? Ohio State, anything. Well, uh, I'm per usual, my Ohio State fanboy has popped out the last month. I've been consuming all and every Ohio State content oh. I could find. It's gonna be, it, they're gonna be a lot of fun to watch. That's the one thing I know for sure is this team's gonna be incredibly fun to watch. I'm trying to temper expectations because I've been hearing such great things about the defense from people not in the program. Like, um, I don't know if you guys remember Bobby Carpenter. He was mm-hmm. one of the All-American linebackers, played about the same time as A.J. Hawk and all them. Yep. He does, like, not beat reporting, but he produces content, and he's one of the few player people that are allowed in for full practices. Okay. Whereas, like, normal beat reporters are only seeing, like, half-hour increments. He has been glowing about the defense. He said, like, the linebackers are the best linebackers we've had in the last 10 years as a group. He's like, it's the toughest defense we've had in the last couple of years. Apparently, they changed the entire offseason. Oh, like, the offseason I... conditioning program has been way harder. They've practiced with pads 
double as much as they did last year. Like they changed a lot. Like this was a complete makeover of how they approach the off season. So we'll see. I'm your 17 and a half point favorite against Notre Dame. If they, if they cover that, that's a great sign, but that's fair. We will see. I'm trying to temper expectations regardless. CJ, CJ Star will be in the Heisman conversation. Jackson Smith, the Jib will be a first round pick. It'll be a ton of fun to watch because I think CJ Stroud is probably going to win the Heisman. He's probably he my my pick to win. The Just Heisman. solely because of the weapons that he has, he, he yeah, I he's going to put hope, up I would hope fifty so. touchdowns at least, <laughs> forty five hundred passing yards at least. It's he's going to be a baller. Henderson and who else? Who's our second running back? Mayan, Mayan, Mayan Williams. Mayan, they're going to be still a, there. I think Mayan Williamson has leads the team in rushing touchdowns. It wouldn't shock me. That would not shock me at all. Hot, hot even hotter take. Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. is your best wide receiver. I don't. I think hotter take. Emeka and Buka is actually going to lead the team in receptions this year. Not receptions no, in not. yards. Sorry, in yards. In yards. Mm-hmm. No. What about who's who else? Fleming. Oh God, our wide receiver room is so stacked. Oh, I'm so excited. It's... I'm just fangirling over here, but. I, I think oh, we're going to be down, great. Trevor. There's a chance our defense is still budged. Oh, no, I know. I know. Oh, I, I'm quite aware, but I do this every year. I've done it since the year I was born, and I think we're going to be oh, amazing. Yeah, when you, were, when you were eight months old, you were definitely fucking running Ohio State tape. You were, you were watching tape, man. Yep, yep. Uh, I am so excited for the season. Um, I mean, I will get nervous at, at games. Uh, I'm going to be scared. I'm not going to poop all, all Saturday. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be – in Columbus, and I don't know if I'm going to poop all day. So, you might um, puke, but that's for that's for alcohol. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yes, I'm going to the Notre Dame game. I'm so excited. Uh, I think that 17 and a half point favorite scares the shit out of me. It's um, too much. It's too much. I, I don't think Cover. that it, I don't think it's going to affect hopefully our players' play, especially after what happened with Oregon last year. We were really soft going into that game, and I think we kind of just assumed we were going to win. Um, so I don't think we're going to let that happen this year. Um, I know we're not going to let that happen this year, but not saying that we're, I know we're going to win, but I'm saying I know we're not going to go in thinking we're going to win. Um, but I'm super excited. Um, I think we'll be, you know, in the playoff conversation until the end, if we win or lose to Michigan, Big Ten Championship, we'll kind of see. Um, yeah, that's kind of all I have for the preview. Um, does everyone want to give their, who they think their four playoff teams are going to be real fast? I'm going I, I'm rolling my man. <laughs> Pitt, <laughs> A&M, Baylor, Michigan, book it. <laughs> oh, that was so. Funny. That was I. I sat down at the bar on Saturday and I looked up at the screen and that was what was on the screen and I went, "What the hell is that?" All right. In all seriousness, my prediction is Bama, OSU, Clemson, and. I'll throw a wild card. USC. Oh, USC. Okay. All righty. Brandon, what about you? Bama, Ohio State, Michigan, Utah. Michigan? What the fuck? I think that you can get two Big Ten teams in there. Only if Michigan beats Ohio State. That's the only way. I, I just don't trust Clemson at all. No. No, I don't I either. But I'd pick I, Georgia over them if I, I had trust to. Georgia this year. I either. think Georgia's going to regress a lot. Why? I don't trust anybody in the Pac-12 other than Utah, and I don't trust anybody in the Big Twelve. 
Yeah, Baylor's the only. I mean, maybe Oklahoma, but I don't think. I mean, with Venables as their coach, I don't think they're gonna. There might be nine and three. Um, it's it's gonna be a weird we'll year see. for the three four spots. Yes. Because um, you're gonna get Bama, Big Ten champ, and then God knows. Yeah. Uh, Blaze, what if you had to throw out some teams? <laughs> oh my God! Here we go. <laughs> Wisconsin. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Wisconsin Badgers. Wait, is University that two? of Wisconsin Madison. <laughs> um. Wait, what's the difference between Wisconsin, and Wisconsin, <laughs> University of Wisconsin, Green Bay? Yeah. <laughs> University of Wisconsin, Madison, University of Wisconsin, Whitewater, uh, University of Wisconsin, Oshkosh, and, and University of Wisconsin, Eau Claire. There you That's go. like five cities in Wisconsin that I didn't know about. Dude, look Damn at right. pronouncing Eau Claire correctly. Oh, how about Sheboygan and Lake Winnebago? Wait, <laughs> how, Oshkosh. Wait, how do you pronounce Eau Claire incorrectly? Euclare. Oh, it is. I didn't know how it was spelled. Yeah, it's pronounced E. It's spelled E. I thought it was Irish. No. Just, just O Claire. O apostrophe Claire. You know, like O O O O'Reilly. Or like O'Clock. Yeah. Um, all right, so my teams, I'm going to go Bama, Ohio State. Um, they're not going to put Michigan as the three seed if they were to make it in. I know you weren't putting it seed-wise. I was just – Oh, yeah, I was just going – Yeah, 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 yeah. Utah um, would be the three. Yeah, because they wouldn't do a rematch there. Um, but Bama, Ohio State. North Dakota State University. Northwestern. They're already one to know. I know Utah. that everyone everyone's high on Utah, and I, I guess I'll say Utah as well. Um, um, and then I'll go. Can I change my Clemson? <laughs> and then I'll go. I don't see. I still see DJ Uga Booga. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Um, Ohio State. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'll. You know what? I'll just go Georgia's the floor right now, just because I don't. That's know. a safe bet. All right, I'm know. changing my Ohio State, Alabama, USC, Texas. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh that my god! The TV ratings of all time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm going for big money games. <laughs> big money, big money, big money. All righty. So we'll see. Those are all going to be correct, just like the Brown schedule is going to be correct. Well, those, those can all, all be correct. Those can all be correct. Um, no, somebody, they, mine will be. Some sure. will be correct. Um, I can't wait for blazing takes this year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so ready. I like this year. All righty. Um, so just like last year, we're going to do a season of pickums. And last year we talked about doing a punishment, but this year we're doing a punishment. Since we're not doing a punishment for fantasy, we have to do something. And we're going to decide yes. on it right now. So everybody, we're deciding on it in the next five Take the minutes. ACT. Take the ACT. The a- take, take the ACT. Take the ACT as an option. I don't got time for that. The Waffle House or Pan- IHOP challenge is an option. Go see a WNBA game in the closest city that you're in. Or oh, and, I like that one. Or this is one that I actually just found out about. You have to write a 100-page book and get it actually edited and published. I feel like that's a lot of money. Dude. <laughs> that's like, that takes so long. That's wait, why it's a punishment. Wait, <laughs> oh, okay, wait, 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 wait. For the book, are there copyright rules? Well, yeah, it has to be your own writing. Oh. Yes. 
No. Because you're publishing it. So, yeah, there's going to be copyright rules. I'll just find some very obscure things, Trevor. <laughs> but there was also one that I saw today, which it, we're not doing it, but I was appalled at this punishment. It was the group gets a dog at the beginning of the season, and then the loser has to sacrifice it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say keep it. But I thought it was going to say too. Oh <laughs> and then it said sacrifice it. And I Maybe, went, how about, what the fuck? How about, well, because I was going to say, what about a fish? But we're not together. The loser has to get a pet. No, <laughs> the loser has to drink an entire bottle of Malort. <laughs> <laughs> an entire bottle of what? Malort. The, the, oh, the dessert no. shot that you had when you were in Chicago. Oh. What do we want to do? What was the I most? I like the WNBA game. Yeah, that one's funny. <laughs> right. It's not a bad All right. one. All right. So the loser has to. Please, where's the nearest WNBA stadium to you? Probably, just Probably Chicago's guy. Or, or oh, the Minnesota, Minnesota Lynx. Is there one in Orlando? Does Milwaukee have one? Uh, I don't know. Milwaukee doesn't. (laughs) Chicago's closer than Minneapolis, though. Let me just look up the WNBA teams. Oh, and and the stipulation, you cannot be on your phone during the game. Well, I have to send a picture. Well, you can send the picture, but then you have to to pay I have to live stream this. Okay, well, (laughs) that's not being on your phone, though. That's kind of just... All right, so these are Bro, there's only a dozen WNBA teams. (laughs) Um, Brandon, Uh, there are none in... Florida. Wait, Atlanta might be the closest. Yeah, the Atlanta dream. No, Atlanta's like seven hours away. (laughs) Yes, yes. Wait, can we choose which game they have to go to? No, no. Well, I mean, the nearest stadium. The nearest stadium, but we. I mean, the stadium. Yeah, we can choose what game, but like, Blaze is going to send me to LA. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to send all of us to LA. Um, alrighty, so that's that is our punishment for the loser. So now there's actual stakes. You have to get courtside seats. <laughs> how, how expensive do you think that would actually be? Not like that just, expensive. Like 50, Couple, maybe 50 100. Bucks, 100 bucks. That's a lot. We'd all have to pitch in if we were doing that. Like we would each pitch uh, in for the, the ticket. Average courtside WNBA seats. Probably like 200. Yeah, that's what I would say. 250. Washington Mystics courtside. keep going okay so that is our punishment for now um i guess if we happen to scrap it we do but that is what we are going to go with um so this door pick comes here we're doing college football since the nfl doesn't start um but these are the big matchups of the week and the first matchup we're going to do is the return of the backyard brawl west virginia at Pitt. this has been a hiatus for about 10 years or so i don't remember exactly how long they haven't played um but so west virginia at Pitt. blaze give us your pick Give me Pittsburgh. Brandon? I don't – this one feels weird because Pittsburgh lost Kenny Pick. That's the only reason they were good last year. And, and, and West Virginia has um, – um, no, no. no. Who do they have? Is it the backup it's, from – It's a white transfer. From it's Georgia. Levis. It's the backup of Georgia. Uh, oh, it's um the USC guy. It's – um Yeah, it's it's US. Oh, oh is it the USC name? guy? Slovis? Is it Slovis? Yeah, it was, it's it's Slovis, oh, okay. I think. Okay, okay. Also, you know, didn't screw it. I'm taking West Virginia. Yeah, Addison also this. transferred out of Pitt, so they don't have a wide yeah. receiver either. Um, all right, Brian, West Virginia at Pitt. I got to roll with my man, Dez, and if his prediction comes true, they got to win this game. <laughs> so I'll go with, I'll go with Pitt. <laughs> um, they lose to West Virginia, his playoff predict is already done. <laughs> 
I was say, I, I don't. I'm not sure why Pitt's getting a lot of hype this year when they lost. So Pickett and their top wide receiver. I, I just, I don't understand it. I'm also going to go with West Virginia with Brandon on this one, just because I don't understand the Pitt hype. Um, did they, did they, they won the ACC last year, but again, that was Kenny Pickett. So I'm going to go West Virginia as well, which is changing from the pick that I circled. Me so, too. I erased it. Yeah, I. Wow. I, I that was a gut. No, that was like a gut thing too. I forgot that. Like, I this is the first gut. Gut reaction, Brandon flip flop of the year. <laughs> and Trevor followed. Trevor I, followed. Yeah. Um, all right. So impaled. game two, we have Oregon at Georgia. Blaze, who you think is winning this one? It's actually not at Georgia. It might be in like Jerry World or something. It's a neutral site game. Georgia has so many people, especially on defense. I still go. I'll still go Georgia. Brandon, Georgia. Ryan, I think Georgia. I am going to go against the grain here. I'm going to go Oregon. Um, the reasoning, uh, because, because Oregon's head coach is the old DC of Georgia. I think he knows a little bit. Maybe he's going to throw some funky things at him, and or I don't know. We'll see. Um, so, a bunch of coordinators faced Nick Saban at Alabama, and, they, and he absolutely crushed him. I'm sorry, but Kirby Smart is not Nick Saban. Amen. <laughs> it's true, but I'm just saying the former coach comes back and just gets walloped. I'm still going Oregon here. Um, so Oregon is my pick there. Uh, the last time they had an 11 versus three matchup, they kind of whooped the other team. So when was that? Last year against last Ohio year, State. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's funny. So yeah, it's funny. Um, all right, the third matchup we have Cincinnati at Arkansas. Blaze. Cincinnati. All right, you got a pick for Cincinnati. Brandon, what about you here? Give me, give me Sam Pittman and the Arkansas Razorbacks. He, he's building something in there. There you go, uh, Brian. What it is, I don't know. Uh, Arkansas, please. I'm also going to go with Arkansas here. Um, I think they're going to be good. I think Cincinnati. I think they're ranked. I don't know if they really should be. They lost all their defensive pieces, and they don't have a quarterback. And Desmond Ritter. Yeah. And Devin Ford. And Jerome, Alec Jerome Pierce. Ford. Yeah. Who's Devin Ford? <laughs> <laughs> Did you say Sauce Gardner? I said the defensive pieces. Um, oh. Kobe Bryant, they lost him. We did too. Big up. <laughs> God damn it. All right, Blaze, Utah at Florida. Utah. Brandon? The real you. Oh, the real you. All right, Brian? Utah. I'm also going Utah. Um, I think that Utah's getting Florida. a lot of – I hate Florida, too. I think Utah's getting a lot of hype this year, and I don't know if they're going to live up to it. You, I mean, Florida's I think, in a rebuild year. Florida, I they think, got a new coach. I think Utah's going to be rebuild. good. Billy Napier, know. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. He is their new coach. And then the big matchup of the weekend, uh, top five matchup to start the season, which is, I still think, all for ratings. I don't think Notre Dame is going to be the actual number five team in the country. But Blaze, oh, Notre Dame at Ohio State. Who are you picking here? We got the little gold buck guys. Yeah. Brandon? I'm, I don't know why. Why I'm tempted to pick Notre Dame. I really am. I think, I think we're undervaluing Notre Dame so much. Like, it, it's, a, it's a top seven roster in college football. I disagree, but continue. <laughs> who, who, 
They okay, just lost their number one that, receiver right? for the year. Right? I mean, it's a new quarterback. They lost their number one wide receiver. One of their offensive linemen just got hurt. There's only new so coach. many elite programs in, in college football, and Notre Dame is right there. And I think they're really hungry, and I feel like – I don't we'll know give why he's betting spread. Ohio State, I don't know why it's moved up from 14 to 17. Everyone is way too overconfident that Ohio State has fixed their defense. Okay, what's your they pick? Have... <laughs> I have to go Ohio State. I have to. You have to. But I'm, have I'm, to. I'm, I'm betting the mortgage on Notre Dame plus 17. Oh, I, I just have a weird feeling. I think we win by 10 points, maybe. Maybe 9 or 8. But like 34-24 was my guess. That wouldn't be, yeah. All right, Brian? 48-21 OSU. Damn. And are you doing this as a non-biased third party? Mm-hmm. Okay. You guys okay. seen your offense? Jesus Christ. Yeah, but our offensive line is completely reworked. You got two potential first-round tackles. Potential. Perry yeah, Johnson like, never started a game at left tackle in his whole life, and now he's ah, going against a first-round defensive end. Ah, uh, they'll chip him. Also, that tight end is going to be really good. Mayer, is that who it is? Michael yeah. Mayer. He's going to be really good. Um, I am also picking Ohio State if I didn't make that abundantly clear yet. What? Um, what? I, I, I will be honest, though. The 17 and a half, just, it just makes me nervous. And I'm, last year against Oregon, I was confident we were going to win. I, I bet Ohio State minus nine and a half. And this year going into <laughs> Notre Dame, I am nervous. I still think that we can pull it off. I'm confident. Um, I think the fact that it's a night game, first game in the shoe is going to be massive. That place is going to be rocking. I think that's we definitely. Don't have a great track record with home out of conference names at night. <laughs> Fuck off. It's going to be fun. What's the last bring one? That out. Oklahoma. <laughs> Oklahoma was last. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that one was funny. I remember. I remember drunk testing, texting Trevor after games. that game. It was great. I'm trying to think. Oregon, Oklahoma. Um, the year before Texas, TCU, was Texas was 15 years ago. You, you beat TCU, yeah. I'm yeah, just, that was I'm, neutral side only, yeah. Yeah, that was when Urban got suspended. I know, I'm trying to think of the other big should have been a had. hint, should have been a hint for the Jags. Um, what when Nick Bosa ripped his oblique, yeah. we I would say at, at home when we're on the road, like we beat Oklahoma on the road, we beat TCU at a neutral side game. Um, trying to think of. I don't remember Virginia we, Tech. We, 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 Virginia we, Tech, we lost to at home. We beat them on the road. I'm telling you, we don't have a great track record with home out of conference games. You're gonna be fine. Stop wimping. But um, I mean, right, I, I hope you lose to University Colo- of Colorado State, State. University, <laughs> State University, Penitentiary. We beat them in the in the uh, in the round of 64 in uh, March Madness last year. You lost to them in my NCAA 13 simulation. <laughs> darn <laughs> all righty well that is gonna wrap us up here um we'll see whose pickums are right as we have a punishment now so now there's actually some stuff on the table here don't lose you lost last year brandon you better not do it again i know i had like a 15 game lead yeah, yeah you, you took it hard all the way. If you um, build up a lead, just pick everything everyone else picks. <laughs> just go with the go with the consensus. Yes, but um, so hopefully everyone enjoys this episode. We are so glad to be back. We are fingers crossed. Going to do this every week of the season. Hey, I I'm all good now. Summer was I'm, busy. I'm all good as well. I've, I've been, been all good forever. Next week, but that's 
That's all. What'd you say? I have to do Wednesday next week. Okay. We should be okay. That's a quick turnaround time. <laughs> I know. I, mean, I, I fly back to Florida Tuesday. All right. That's okay. Well, if we need to release it Friday morning, oh, well. I mean, it's one, it's one game that we've missed. So The first one, though. Oh, well. Um, and then, I, I don't know. I have to move in a couple of weeks, so we'll kind of see how hairy that gets. But All we right. should be I'm here. Glad, I'm glad the podcast is hearing our plays. For yes, the next yes, couple yes, of yes. So, yeah, Kevin, Kevin, if you're out there, <laughs> hold us responsible. <laughs> but, everybody, I hope you have a great week of college, weekend of college football, great Labor Day weekend. I don't think it's Monday off, which is fantastic. So, um, uh, go back and see you guys. <laughs> Adios. Bye.